Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our Sunday morning service. We're going to open our service this morning by singing hymn number 312. Soldiers of Christ, arise and put your armor on, strong in the strength which God supplies through his eternal Son. Stand then in his great might, with all his strength endued, and take to arm you for the fight, the panoply of God. Hymn number 312. scriptural will be given by Imogene from Australia. The Bible, 2 Timothy. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despises of those that are good. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Deuteronomy Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations, 
and repayeth them that hate him to their face, to destroy them, he will not be slack to him that hateth him, he will repay him to his face. Thou shalt therefore keep the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which I command thee this day to do them. For the Lord thy God is among you. Let us now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Our Father, Father, who is art in heaven. Our Father, Mother, God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name. Adorable one. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, Truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 175. Lo, he sent his word and healed them. Still, that word of God is here. Still, its tender healing message speaks to every listening ear. Truth divine 
that overcometh all the ills that seem to be, in our hearts thy word abiding, we may know thee and be free. Hymn number 175. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion. And we had some very good practical instruction this morning on how to handle the devil. <laughs> so if you missed it or if you would like to hear it again, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com. You can also find it on our YouTube channel and our Vimeo channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 every Sunday morning. 
And uh, that Sunday school has its own teleconference number. And many of our students participate over the telephone because they don't live in the area. And that means that uh, you too, if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, your child can participate via telephone. So call us, we'll give you the number, and we would love to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, where you can hear testimonies of healings, lives saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers. We have, I think, over 17 websites, most of which are in languages other than English. And as a result, the pure word Christian science is reaching millions of people around the globe in many cases in their own language. And everything that we offer on our websites is available free of charge. And that is why we are so grateful for those of you who are donating, contributing to this wonderful cause. There's an article that's being featured on our English website that I'd like to point out. Really good article. Um, entitled, Aggressive Mental Suggestion and Malpractice, written by Bicknell Young. Very good and very appropriate for today. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Janet from Georgia. Page 683, Prejudice Overcome. I became interested in Christian science somewhat over three years ago, when in much need of help. I had never been strong, and as I grew older, I grew weaker, and at last became so ill that life was a burden to me. Science and Health by Mrs. Eddy was sent to me in answer to prayer, as I thought. I was a little afraid of all these new fads, as I thought them, but I had not read far before I felt that I had found the truth which makes us free. I was healed of stomach trouble, inward weakness, and bilious attacks. One physician said I might have to undergo an operation before I could get well, but thanks to this truth, I have found that the only operation needed was the regeneration of this so-called human mind by learning to know God. In many cases, I have been able to help myself and others. 
Words cannot express my thanks to Mrs. Eddy and to all who are bringing these great truths to the help of the whole world. E.E.M. Huntington, West Virginia. The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 18 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, Ancient and Modern Necromancy, alias Mesmerism and Hypnotism, Denounced. The golden text is from Proverbs. Do they not err that devise evil? But mercy and truth shall be to them that devise good. The responsive reading is from Psalms. Come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Carol will now read. I will read from the Bible. Psalms. The Lord reigneth. Let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of isles be glad thereof. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his throne. His lightnings enlightened the world. The earth saw and trembled. The hills melted like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens declare his righteousness, and all the people see his glory. Ye that love the Lord hate evil. He preserveth the souls of his saints. He delivereth them out of the hand of the wicked. Rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Second Chronicles 
It came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon, and with them other beside the Ammonites, came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side Syria. And behold, they be in Hazan Tamar, which is En Gedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, art not thou God in heaven? And rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen? And in thine hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee? Art not thou our God, who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel, and gavest it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend, forever? And now, behold, the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say, how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession, which thou hast given us to inherit. O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us, neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. Then upon Jehaziel the son of Zechariah came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation, and he said, Hearken ye, all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours but God's. Tomorrow go ye down against them. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle, Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe ye in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, 
so shall ye prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army, and to say, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Psalms. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. As named in Christian science, animal magnetism or hypnotism is the specific term for error or mortal mind. It is the false belief that mind is in matter and is both evil and good, that evil is as real as good and more powerful. This belief has not one quality of truth. It is either ignorant or malicious. The malicious form of hypnotism ultimates in moral idiocy. Animal magnetism has no scientific foundation. For God governs all that is real, harmonious, and eternal, and his power is neither animal nor human. Its basis being a belief, and this belief animal, in science, animal magnetism, mesmerism, or hypnotism 
is a mere negation, possessing neither intelligence, power, nor reality. And in sense, it is an unreal concept of the so-called mortal mind. There is but one real attraction, that of spirit. The pointing of the needle to the pole symbolizes this all-embracing power, or the attraction of God, divine mind. The planets have no more power over man than over his maker, since God governs the universe. But man, reflecting God's power, has dominion over all the earth and its hosts. Christian science goes to the bottom of mental action and reveals the theodicy, which indicates the rightness of all divine action as the emanation of divine mind and the consequent wrongness of the opposite so-called action, evil, occultism, necromancy, mesmerism, animal magnetism, hypnotism. The medicine of science is divine mind. And dishonesty, sensuality, falsehood, revenge, malice are animal propensities and by no means the mental qualities which heal the sick. Christian science destroys material beliefs through the understanding of spirit, and the thoroughness of this work determines health. Erring human mind forces can work only evil under whatever name or pretense they are employed. For spirit and matter, good and evil, light and darkness cannot mingle. Evil is a negation because it is the absence of truth. It is nothing because it is the absence of something. It is unreal because it presupposes the absence of God, the omnipotent and omnipresent. Every mortal must learn that there is neither power nor reality in evil. Evil is self-assertive. It says, I am a real entity overmastering good. This falsehood should strip evil of all pretensions. The only power of evil is to destroy itself. It can never destroy one iota of good. Every attempt of evil to destroy good is a failure and only aids in peremptorily punishing the evildoer. In Isaiah, we read, I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. But the prophet referred to divine law as stirring up the belief in evil to its utmost when bringing it to the surface 
and reducing it to its common denominator, nothingness. The muddy riverbed must be stirred in order to purify the stream. In moral chemicalization, when the symptoms of evil, illusion, are aggravated, we may think in our ignorance that the Lord hath wrought an evil. But we ought to know that God's law uncovers so-called sin and its effects, only that truth may annihilate all sense of evil and all power to sin. God, or good, never made man capable of sin. It is the opposite of good, that is, evil, which seems to make men capable of wrongdoing. Hence, evil is but an illusion, and it has no real basis. Evil is a false belief. God is not its author. The supposititious parent of evil is a lie. The Bible declares, All things were made by him, the divine word, and without him was not anything made that was made. This is the eternal verity of divine science. If sin, sickness, and death were understood as nothingness, they would disappear. As vapor melts before the sun, so evil would vanish before the reality of good. Mortal mind, acting from the basis of sensation in matter, is animal magnetism. But this so-called mind, from which comes all evil, contradicts itself and must finally yield to the eternal truth or the divine mind expressed in science. In proportion to our understanding of Christian science, we are freed from the belief of heredity, of mind in matter, or animal magnetism, and we disarm sin of its imaginary power in proportion to our spiritual understanding of the status of immortal being. The good in human affections must have ascendancy over the evil, and the spiritual over the animal, or happiness will never be won. The attainment of this celestial condition would improve our progeny, diminish crime, and give higher aims to ambition. Every valley of sin must be exalted, and every mountain of selfishness be brought low, that the highway of our God may be prepared in science. At all times and under all circumstances, overcome evil with good. Know thyself, and God will supply the wisdom and the occasion for a victory over evil. 
clad in the panoply of love. Human hatred cannot reach you. The cement of a higher humanity will unite all interests in the one divinity. This material world is even now becoming the arena for conflicting forces. On one side, there will be discord and dismay. On the other side, there will be science and peace. The breaking up of material beliefs may seem to be famine and pestilence, want and woe, sin, sickness, and death, which assume new phases until their nothingness appears. These disturbances will continue until the end of error, when all discord will be swallowed up in spiritual truth. As this consummation draws nearer, he who has shaped his course in accordance with divine science will endure to the end. As material knowledge diminishes and spiritual understanding increases, real objects will be apprehended mentally instead of materially. During this final conflict, wicked minds will endeavor to find means by which to accomplish more evil. But those who discern Christian science will hold crime in check. They will aid in the ejection of error. They will maintain law and order and cheerfully await the certainty of ultimate perfection. We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let us now sing hymn number 30. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. 
Brood o'er us with thy sheltering wing, neath which our spirits blend like brother birds that soar and sing and on the same branch bend. The arrow that doth wound the dove darts not from those who watch and love. Hymn number 30.
Let's now sing hymn number 391. Why search the future and the past? Why do ye look with tearful eyes and seek far off for paradise? Before your feet, life's pearl is cast. Hymn number 391. Christian Science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passages from 1 John, 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind, and it's infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. First John. 
Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. <clears throat> Ephesians. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and ha having on the breastplate of righteousness. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm.